0: Welcome to the 20-Minute Runner podcast. My name is Roland, and I am the 20-Minute Runner. It's good to have you along with me as I run and race through the Piedmont region of North Carolina while practicing the cheat running method. Thanks for sharing some of the road with me. Episode 90. Today is Saturday, October the 8th. I would guess that it's probably 6 o'clock in the evening. We've been riding for 22 minutes right there. And I am circling a Carrington Townhouse neighborhood, more like an extended cul-de-sac, Getting ready to go back out to Hasty School Road. We're going to attempt to cross the highway here because. Okay, here we go. Because I have become convinced that some of my knee issues I've complained about a little bit and uh, where i recorded on our own daily mile, etc. I feel very confident that those issues have to do with running at an angle on the side of the road, Hasty School Road, when I run on it, when traffic comes by, I have to get off, there's not that much room, and had somebody the other night toward dark, almost home from a run on Hasty School, and they were coming toward me, and of course I got off the shoulder of the road, but even that, they decided they would gun it, and they had a souped up car, very loud, and so they flew by me. And uh, of course, I was very impressed. But H. Uh, School Road is a little bit dangerous, I think. So I'm trying to work my way to be off of it as much as possible. Only thing is, I don't carry water with me and I have to figure out how to get to the two water stops that I predominantly use. But we'll get that figured out. But anyway, so much for that. We're running and feeling pretty good, and I hope you are. If you are running, thanks for taking me along with you. If you're listening in your car, or at home, or maybe even in the office, glad for the company as well. Give you a little bit of an update of where things are with us right now, running-wise ran uh twenty two the week before, twenty-three miles last week. This week I would like to get twenty. This is a down week as far as long run. I have slowly built up to where the long run of ten last week was how far we've gotten. And then this week we've cut down the mileage. I ran a seven earlier in the week and this should be 8, and if I can get 4 in tomorrow, that'll give me 20. So, I don't typically run two days in a row, but I might have to run short tomorrow, because I really would like to get in a minimum of 20. ran with Bert last week, and uh, that was the very next day, and you know, that's not too bad. I think I can do that occasionally seems like uh, it doesn't kill me as long as I do not overdo it. So what I will do is run today and maybe four late tomorrow, and then next week we will bump the long run to 12. Since we didn't run long this week, every other week you can up it by a couple miles without any problem. Following the 10% rule me would be two miles a week that would put us up to usually run seven eight that's 15 Twenty-five, twenty-seven. 27 uh, close enough and then we will fall back another week longest run might be nine and then a week after that the long run would be 14 mega 14 and a half and that'll be the longest run before the half marathon so we'll have a 12 and a 14, maybe 14 and a half, and that will be the extent of the preparation. Um, so we'll have 10, 12, 14. But you know, I've run two of them before and I feel confident that we can run finish, hopefully comfortably. Again, as I said last episode, we will not be running for speed, but mainly running just to finish the race with Bert, sort of uh, pace him. So that's our goal, and uh, I'm not sweating it. And after that's over, I will begin to sweat it after, well, around first, second week of December, January, February, oh yeah, no, later than then, we will be back up to, I uh, think the mileage And slowly, after four or five weeks, began some speed work and hill work for a March, I believe it was third Sunday in March, marathon attempt. And I do hope to break four hours now. With this half just running it comfortably, I feel like it's good training, uh, giving me good base, because we will have 10, 12, 14 Race of 13, back off a couple of weeks for recovery, and then probably go uh, 12, 14, you know, 16. Build up to, I hope to run 22, a 20 and a 22 anyway. So uh, that's where we are with our running right now. I have got a new device. Not really a device device, but somebody backing up. Hello. Uh, And uh, in a vehicle, I just passed somebody in a walker. Not a walker, but a a, uh, stroller with a baby. But we were all three going by someone backing up his pickup in the driveway and he had the biggest black pit bull I've ever seen. But he seemed to be friendly. There's a little bitty black toy poodle with a lady. I'm finding even though it's busy through this particular neighborhood that I'm in now, um, traffic is not that big of an issue. There's just a few cars, but you don't have to get off and run on the shoulder of the road. And you may have heard me discuss this months and months and months ago when I was training for the marathon. You uh, don't want to run on the same side of the road all the time if you can help it. So more level, balanced, that's the way it is even with chi. Just everything's balanced. The better off you're going to be, and I believe that. So that being the case, I am not running on high school road anymore than I have to. Uh, at least not training for a race of any distance. But anyway, new device, Bert, uh, I don't think I told y'all about this, but I remember... Jeff over at the Running Podcast. Tremendous podcast. If you don't listen to it, I encourage you to. I remember uh, Jeff talking about Spy Belt, and Bert ordered one that he thought was one pocket, and came back it was two. And so he said he just wanted the one pocket, and so he gave it to me to try out, and I've worn it now probably on four or five runs. And, first of all, let me say thanks to Bert, and I've already told him that, even though uh, we are going to cover to pay for this when he sells my first generation Nook. If you remember, I had a coupon for the newest Nook, just a reader, not the tablet, and purchased that and didn't pay a whole lot out of pocket. And so Bert said he would sell my first one, and he said we could just take the money out of that. uh, pay for the spy belt that he gave me. He since then has gotten him a one pouch spy belt, and I'm wearing this one. And I must say, I like it much better than the one I had before, which was not a spy belt, I forget the brand. It might have been Nathan, although it had no water bottles or anything. But it had a pouch on the front that I could pull around on the back. It was fairly comfortable, well, this one has pouches I can put on the back, and uh, but I've chosen to keep them on the front, and I've got my phone on the left side and on the right side today. first time I've used it recording, I've got it in the right pouch along with uh, a gel, so I probably will not go back to the old belt that I was using. I'll probably just keep this one. At least that's the way it's looking. So, uh, Bert will get straightened out. Uh, I'm getting it covered. And I appreciate you thinking I need to get that to me. Hey, buddy! There's a Jack Russell. We're pretty in a fence, barking. But anyway, uh, let's see. Bert and I went running weeks ago? Oh. Hadn't been that long. Eight days ago maybe. Nine days maybe at the most. And we went to the Greenway and High Point. Which I had never been on. But it's basically covers a series of nice wooden bridges. A couple of tunnels, cement tunnels, and some paved surface mostly seems like there might have been a very little bit of a flat trail, but I think mostly it's all paved. And it's about as wide as one lane highway, uh, not counting the shoulder, probably ten feet of that. And it goes through High Point University, behind Andrews High School, all the way over to Deep River Road. And so, he and I got out and ran that, and stored water bottles at the beginning so whenever we got back we were able to retrieve those and get our water and it was much like today about 70 degrees Uh, that day and today are very similar sunshine but the sun's slowly going down a little bit of a breeze low humidity if there are any clouds at all they're very, very high, wispy fin with no clear definition, and it was just a beautiful day to run. So, we did that and got back and hit our stopwatches, the yeah, a Garmin 110 as well, found out we had run, I think it was 4.84, we both said, man, if we'd have realized we were that close to 5, we would have gone a little bit further, but... We enjoyed it, and I hope, and Bert, if you're listening, certainly, I hope we can get together and run one day this week, perhaps Tuesday, after uh, we're supposed to have a little get-together. and Maybe we could run after that, I don't know. But anyway, so that's what's going on with me. Hope things are going well with you. We uh, are feeling fairly good i not feeling as fast as some days, but uh, anyway, we're feeling okay. But I did want to update you on where the running is and what we're planning in the days and weeks ahead. I'll tell you about spy belt. And uh, oh, I did want to mention one other thing before I break here. The Chi method, a couple pointers, relative to that that I have learned and I'm going to think about them even as I tell you it's a constant thing about fine tuning and uh, one of the things I've discovered is how important it is to me at least for arm strength to pump your arms faster you let your arms move faster your feet turn over. which is what you want and just tilt that pelvis up Relax, stretch your neck out, lean a little bit from the ankles, and let those arms parallel to your body, not crossing the center line, just pump them. And I'm always thinking about one little aspect of chi that seems to help. So let your arms carry you, particularly going up an incline as I am at the moment. Another thing that's come to mind recently is the importance of running forward on your feet. Doesn't mean you gotta run on your toes, but if you will, think like you're running on your toes, lift your feet up, let your body fall. As you pump those arms, it's like your legs just roll underneath you. It's hard to explain, but how it feels. So those are a couple of things that I have thought about recently that I thought I'd leave with you. If you are chi running, especially if you're just starting it, let me know. And go back to previous episodes. I'm thinking it's uh, 59 64 where we talked about g Running basics, G running elements. If you're injury prone, okay, I'm back on Hasty School Road for a minute because I can't help it. If you are injury prone, having issues with knees, hips, ankles, you might want to consider G running, giving it a try. Look it up on the internet. Look up Danny Dreyer, D R E. Y E R. He is kind of the pioneer of, I guess, the Chi method. Look up Nanny and go back and check out podcasts. Again, I, I think it's 59 through 64. 60s 60, is so somewhere in there is where some of those are. And I did four or five of them, and I think you would find them helpful, as well as the videos at the blog that I included. On Danny Dryer, and I included some of that material in the audio of the podcast. But if you're running, using Qi, I'd love to hear from you. Alright, we just hit four miles, so we're going to turn around. But you can email me, contact me, I'd love to hear from you about that. Okay, I think what we're going to do here is pause and share a couple of listener emails with you and throw in some music and then I'll be back to close out this episode. But uh, thank you for listening and again, you're listening to episode 90 of the 20 Minute Runner podcast and I'll be back in just a few. Here's some emails and we'll throw in some music as we continue running. I appreciate everyone who has been sending emails to me and I want to take a moment now and just share from a couple of folks that I've uh, been hearing from. And the first one is from Whitney. And the first email I received from Whitney is dated September 23rd. Hi, my name is Whitney. I'm new to your site and your podcast. But let me tell you, I've really enjoyed those podcasts. I can't run right now because I'm in treatment for cancer. And I just don't have the physical strength. So I listen to your podcasts as I'm driving around. I just listened to your program from 9-2, and you were talking about your nipples getting bloody and how you have to put your shirt in cold water once you get home. Well, this may be a silly thing to email you about, but I just wanted you to know that if the water doesn't work or if the blood is already dry before you make it back home, a little hydrogen peroxide on the stain should take it right out. It depends on the color of the shirt, so test it on the inside of a seam or something first. That's all. Just wanted to pass along that tip keep running Whitney and Whitney I appreciate that as you will learn and I know other listeners are aware of I appreciate every email and uh, regardless of what the topic might be it is uh, helpful that email is helpful and I will remember that I think one of my main problems is I need to uh, get my duct tape that sounds funny but I don't know, a three-inch piece of duct tape across the uh, affected areas there on the nipples. That definitely helps. Um, and if you will wait until you get in the shower after you're back from the run, as that tape gets wet, it'll pull right off and it does not uh, cause any skin breakdown or damage. So uh, that seems to me to be the best thing to use because I have uh, actually been using a brand of... of uh, lubricant that's supposed to keep that from happening but I have found depending on the amount of sweating and sometimes it might be related to the material that I'm wearing but I'm not actually sure of that but it seems to be uh, but that lubricant, it still breaks down at least there I don't have chafing anywhere else on my body so that's the only place I need it but I will keep that in mind for the next time that uh, the nipples get a little uh, blood coming off it's particularly it's usually in my left side Um, I will certainly keep the peroxide in mind, and I appreciate that, and I know that the other listeners would appreciate that as well. Um, I did respond back to her and then got another email from her on September 24th. I think I had asked, if I'm not mistaken, Whitney, for some more information about herself as well as some photos, etc., and she responded back on September the 24th. Here's her email. Roland. I'm thrilled to get your response, and once again, I thoroughly enjoy your podcast. You asked where I hailed from. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, but moved with my husband to Chicago in the 90s for graduate school seminary. Uh, I am a Unitarian minister. We spent a few years in upstate New York and moved back to the Chicago area when I was called to a lunch here, a church here, excuse me. Also, my husband, Brian, is an art director in the film industry, so Chicago is a good place for him to be. I have to say, though, I miss Oklahoma. My parents and my sister and her family now live in Fort Worth, Texas, and I love it there too. You know, when people say that people are nicer in the South, I have to say, in my experience, there's a lot to that. And that having been said um, from someone who uh, is at least um, been living in the North, uh, I will uh, agree with that whitney uh... i have found and i know you have too there are wonderful people all over the country and i've met people from uh... maine to florida to california uh... there's bad folks and there's good folks and they're found all over but i have to admit in the south it seems like our culture is just to be a little bit nicer although at times that seems to be changing a bit but i, I certainly agree with that also i just wanted to comment quickly before i finish the email um... Uh, Whitney says she's a Unitarian minister, which is certainly very interesting. My role is a chaplain. Uh, I am a chaplain at a retirement uh, continuing care retirement community, and we have everything from skilled care all the way up to total independent living. And I have found that my role here is to provide care, spiritual guidance, that type of thing. And one of the things that I have really experience since I've been here for the past five months, and I actually shared this in a newsletter here on campus recently, is that the diversity we have, our religious backgrounds, etc., while we might not agree on everything, still, we certainly agree on the need for human companionship, uh, encouragement, safety, all those issues, the things that make us human, and what really pull us together. And while I might not agree on everything a person uh, believes from a spiritual or religious standpoint. I was just talking to a Bible study group on Monday about this. I still am very, very open to working side-by-side with other faiths because we need to see what we can do to help our communities um, instead of trying to emphasize the differences. So the fact that Whitney felt comfortable to share her background, I appreciate that, Whitney, and um, I would love to know more won't necessarily uh, share it on the podcast but I'd love to know a little more about your experience as a Unitarian minister and some of what your core beliefs would be but again that would not be something I would share in the show but I do appreciate uh, you sharing that and the world is a rich and diverse place and I applaud that and it's obvious that you do as well let me continue with her email I don't mind at all if you mention my email or post my picture. I've attached three pictures, one with my hair and my dog Bixby, named for the town where we lived outside of Tulsa when I was growing up, and two after I lost my hair to chemo. I didn't really mind losing my hair much like a lot of women do. I just tried to have fun with it. As you'll see, especially in my melon head picture, I also knitted myself a lot of hats, and I will plan to post those pictures um on the website at the blog, and we'll give you more information about that later. Let me turn down my telephone just in case uh, someone were to try to call. Uh, I think we've got that down good enough. I can't thank you enough for your prayers. I'm praying that I'll be able to run again very soon. I'm trying to talk my sister in Fort Worth to train down there, and I'll train here so we can do a marathon together next year. I've done two so far, and I never, 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 ever want to stop. Be well, Roland, and I'll keep in touch. And then, Whitney, send one more email dated September 29th. Dear Roland, Whitney here. I've been listening to some of your past podcasts and enjoying them so much. Yesterday, I listened to two and a half of the three on Why We Run, a great series. As I was listening, I was asking myself why I run. Certainly, the three reasons you gave are reasons for me as well. Uh, Just a side note here, if you'll go back on uh, Reasons Why We Run, you can find those shows. That was probably, I'm guessing, 12, 15 episodes ago, but you can search that at the blog and um, find those if you'd be interested in listening if you've not heard the ones that she's referencing. She continues, but I felt like I was missing something, that there was another reason I run that I wasn't thinking of. Something else that running does for me. Well, I thought about it all evening, and I even pulled out some of my old running logs and finally figured it out. Running has the power to make me remember what it felt like to be a kid. It's more than just looking at pictures, for instance, or even listening to family stories. Those things I, and presumably we, still take in or remember from the perspective of an adult looking back. We are outside of the experience we're seeing in pictures or hearing in stories. But when I run, I don't just remember in that sort of superficial way. I remember childhood from its inner depths. I can feel it again, and that is an extraordinary gift. And Whitney, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I, just a comment there for me, that certainly is true. And related to chi running, which of course I practice qi running, I was noticing a photograph recently of some small kids running. And in those pictures, all of them had their knees lifted high and their feet were coming down underneath them. And they all were leaning forward. And it reminded me that Chi running, as well as all running, but Chi especially reminds me of what it did feel like to be a kid to get out and run. And as you you mentioned, running in general does that. But the chi especially reminds me of that. And then I had one follow-up from uh, Tim from Canada. Uh, Tim, I apologize it took so long to get your email mentioned, but uh, it is from September 17th. He says, I had a brutal run today, took my dog and ran 30 seconds a kilometer slower than usual. Half marathon in three weeks, can still recover, laugh out loud. Um, And I also told Tim to send me a race report after the event. I'd like to share that. And also I hope to add some photos um, and maybe they'll be on the website by the time this show is put out. I I really need to do that. So um, I appreciate that update from Tim. And Tim was mentioned a show or two back whenever I shared emails as well. One other thing I'd like to do when we come back here in just a second is to give a list of all my friends on the Daily Mile. Plus plug for uh, a few more of you to sign up if you would and um, so we can connect them that way. And also, don't forget, if you will go to the Daily Mile, if you're already a member, if you're not, I encourage you to join. Search it on the, web, on the web, The Daily Mile. It's a great place to keep up with your running activities. I would also encourage you, when you go there, look up Bert, Reed, B-E-R-T-R-E-E-D. And I would love for you to flood Bert, who is my good friend, running buddy, uh, as well. I would love for you to flood Bert with requests to be his friend and just mention Bert heard about you on the podcast because bert has been in a show or two and I actually uh, he and I have run together a lot and I've talked about him as well. So do that for Bert. But when we come back here in just a second, I'd like to just list those that I presently have who are friends on uh, Daily Mile. All right, we'll be back right away. on my feet your emails and correspondence, and while I'm on that topic, I just want to encourage you to do something for me, and I think I might have mentioned it in that segment. If I did, just forgive me. But I connect more through Daily Mile now than any other way as far as the running goes. I do post my Running Mile stats, workouts rather, on uh, Twitter and Facebook, but If you are uh, my friend predominantly through the podcast or just through running in general, whether you listen to the show or someone just referred you to it, that's fine. You don't have to listen to the show to be my friend. But my first desire would be for you to go to Daily Mile and search for either the 20-minute runner or just me, Roland, R-O-L-A-N-D, Cavanaugh c-a-v-a-n-a-u-g-h but when you request to be my friend if you could at least mention the podcast I would appreciate that one thing I want to do right now as we uh, continue this run is I want to give a shout out to those of you who are my friends on Daily Mile and I will go ahead and mention your names i'm assuming if you put your name on the internet that you're okay with me mentioning it here on the show and i'm not even sure if i'll mention last names if they're there or not but i do want to just say thank you to all the people that are my friend and one more thing relative to that if you could look up bert reed b-e-r-t-r-e-e-d bert's my probably i'm sure my best friend running buddy um, fellow Christian I was his pastor for a while at least on staff at the church where he is him and his wife and if you could look up Burt Reed tell him Roland told me to be your friend <laughs> that would be too funny I'd love for him to end up with more friends than I got because on this show a lot of times you will hear me Talking about Bert, but before I give the shout out to and share that list with you here, I just want to mention that he and I have talked in passing, and he's really pushing it for us to do a triathlon and a sprint one. And there's one in it's either Raleigh or Cary just passed, and he says we ought to get together and train for it. And run it next year well i'm okay with running i think it's 5k the bike is 18 or 20. i believe i could build up to that without a lot of problem the swimming is 500 meters which for some folks that's nothing but when you're not used to swimming very much it's a lot so if you have any pointers on how to number one work on technique for swimming and it will be in still water, It's my understanding. It's not in the ocean or anything. And number two, how do I combat my fear? Now I don't have a fear of water. I can jump off the diving board in the pool and all that. But I do have a fear of, you know, I wouldn't say fear, concern about jumping off of, uh, and swimming 500 meters in a race like that. So if you got a daily mile, become my friend great place to correspond about that as I've got a, a person from the Raleigh, North Toronto area who's given me a little bit of advice, but I would appreciate it if you would do that or either contact me uh, by email or at the blog and we'll give you information about that later. So here's a shout out to all my friends on Daily Mile. Uh, hey buddy! Uh, like to connect on Daily Mile, the address is DailyMile.com. And I just want to give a shout out to all of my friends at the Daily Mile. And I'm gonna go right down the list and thank you for um, being my friend. And as I begin I notice I do have a request from Kevin Klein. Uh, Dubuque, Iowa, and obviously uh, Kevin, I've known you from the past, I don't know if you're listening to the podcast or not but I just accepted you so uh, I've known Kevin from the past and I think I had a Facebook request for him as well, but I did not know Kevin was running, but uh, we will be sure and check out his uh, listing and see what he's up to but anyway, I want to give a shout out to Randy G from Dalton, Georgia Steve S. from Virginia Beach. Tom C. from Overland Park, Kansas. Jess T. Carborough, North Carolina. David, United Kingdom. And that is David Yellen, my good buddy in England. David, good to, good to uh, obviously to have you as my friend on David Mine. David M. from Wasola. I believe that would be. Missouri David um, Teresa A. from Folsom, Louisiana Big Bill Runner from Newark, Delaware Kevin J. from Trenton, New Jersey James K. from Prattville, Alabama Nathan A. from Folsom, Louisiana Connie O. from Ohio and I believe she is the uh, I've got some pictures of Connie. Uh, I can't remember what her handle was, but Connie, it's good to have you as well. Simon C. from Cheshire uh, GB, Great Britain. Welcome aboard, Simon. Of course, Nigel uh, from uh, the UK, uh, running from the Reaper podcast. Great to have him. Stephen Platt from Joplin, Missouri. Stephen is the host of the... Uh, devoted runner podcast. Steven's been going through a lot lately. He's not put out a show, but I emailed him this week hoping to hear some, something from him. Chris S. from Canadagua, New York. He's running a 5K in October. Chris was actually the minister of music here at the church for a while. and So I know Chris very well. Kurt H. And, Kurt, for some reason I don't have where you're from, but I uh, Anyway, thank you for being a listener. Colin H. from Everett, Washington. I believe Colin, uh, I believe his picture may be in my blog as well. David D. from uh, Dublin, uh, Ireland. Uh, Bert Reed from Archdale, North Carolina. He and I are going to be running the half together, as I said. Justin C. from Mount Airy, North Carolina. He's going to finish... The North Carolina Marathon, November 19th, and focus more on enjoying the experiences and joys running brings to my life. Justin, if you're listening to this episode, look me up at the marathon. I will have on a, well, a lot of people will have on a marathon cap, but uh, if you'll go to the blog, uh, you can look at my picture, uh, get an idea of what I look like. I'd love for you to walk up and introduce me. Hey, man, I listen to the podcast. I'm your friend on Daily Mile. I'd love to, uh, to do that. Uh, So he's planning to run the marathon November 19th, and of course Justin, uh, my first and so far only marathon, was also run, North Carolina Marathon here in High Point, Uh, about 18 months ago now, so uh, man, go for it, I'll tell you, it's hilly, it's really hilly, but prepare well, run the hills in a mountain area, I know that you can do that. Shout out to Matt Howard, who is the uh, host of Run Digger Run podcast from Alexandria, Virginia. Um, he's going to complete his first triathlon and, uh, sub two hour half marathon. All right, Matt, I hope it works out that you can do that. Joan M. from Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, she's a tortoise, she says, and has to have rest days due to a hip, hip issue. Joan, I do too. Uh, you do what you need to do and, um, I hope your hip does well. But thanks for being a listener and you're, you're right here at my back door. Jeff S. from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, I believe. Yeah, I'm getting Jeff mixed up with somebody else. I thought he might live in Florida at one time, but anyway, he wants to run a marathon in all 50 states. Pat M. from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, was just down there several uh, weeks ago. Myrtle Beach Mini Marathon, October of this year, a bunch of small 5Ks. These are her goals, sprinting through spring and early summer. And the Rugged Maniac 5K. She was going to do that in March 26th of this year, and I'm not sure if that was uh, if she was able to accomplish that or not. Uh, Whitney H. and Whitney, we shared uh, her email in this episode. She wants to get healthy again, get her running body back, and train for a 2012 marathon. Josh G. from Norman, Illinois, um, updated goals: the end of August marathon, less than five hours done, sub 24 minute k to do, sub two-hour half marathon to do, 1,000 miles. That's his fourth goal. His fifth goal is to lose weight. And I thought he said falling, but I believe he says failing. <laughs> Josh, keep it up, buddy. You're going to get there. Uh, Ron Royboy21S from Circle Pines, Minnesota. He's back running after six painfully boring Fattening, lazy, beep months, Achilles, and he wants to run a few 5Ks and halves again, and hopefully grandmas in 2012. Ron, you keep going, man. I know how hard it is to get back into it after you've been away, but you also know the benefits, so you keep going. Good to have you as a friend on Daily Mile. Angela C. from Greensboro, uh, here at my back door as well. She wants to improve. Fitness and run a 5K. Carrie E. Uh, I have no information on Carrie, but Carrie, thanks for listening. I'd love to know a little more about you. And Craig F. in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, 2011, the Ragnar Relay, um, 511, and Boston in 2012. And I believe Craig. Uh, has been a listener of the podcast, and it seems like he moved and was not going to be listening for some reason. But uh, be that as it may, Craig, we're glad to have you on board as well. So I now have 32 friends, and uh, if you want to be my friend, please go to our daily or go to Daily Mile and sign up. All right. Big shout out to all of you guys, and I'd love to have twice that many. And certainly uh, I want to be your friend as well whenever you contact me. All right. Thanks. Took water 10 minutes ago. Um, and then took a goo chocolate gel, I don't know, three minutes ago, four minutes ago. Uh, reason I'm using different types of gels is when I left the church, Dolly Jennings, whose son is Derek, and whose wife. Derek's wife worked with me at the church. She was on staff. Still is. Um, She gave me a bunch of gels and some uh, honey stinger waffles and uh, the beans. And so I'm slowly working my way through those. Although I did go back last week and bought 10 more stingers of every variety. Half of them caffeine, half of them non-caffeine. I just like stingers. I think the honey stingers do... A great job for me, but I know to each his own. Bert's tried them, and he told me that he tried one not that long ago on a longer run, and he said he just couldn't get it down. I've never had that issue, and I really believe in the honey. Incidentally, I was reading recently about molasses or sorghum, which is before it becomes refined sugar. I'm sure you're familiar with molasses. We had bought some in the mountains a year ago, and I forgot it, and I was reading an article in Runner's World about how good for you molasses is, and I don't know the difference between molasses and sorghum, but I think there's very little, if any, and so I was going to buy some, and started to around in the cabinet, and noticed that uh, I had some in there, so I've been eating a little of it, it's full of iron, and I believe it's got antioxidants in it, it's just very good for you, and I enjoy that, and anything with honey in it, that's one reason I stick with the stingers. Well, the summer's winding down, just as this show is, this particular episode, and today I got out and this morning, cut down my roses mulched around the hills. I have one, two, three, I believe there's four total and different varieties. You want to cut them back and let the canes toughen up before hard freeze, so hopefully they'll have time to do that. Even though they had roses on them. I cut them back and I went out and I had some cherry peppers, picked those, pulled up the cherry pepper bushes, saw no blooms at all. Some of the cherry peppers were small as marbles. Others were not quite the size of a golf ball. And I picked my jalapeno peppers, pulled up a couple of those bushes because the bushes uh, are not really producing any to speak of, and was going to pull up the rest of them closest to the house. And as I began to pick the peppers, got a lot of them off, and noticed that Couple of blooms and some very small peppers, not many. I figure, oh, what the heck, I'll let them grow. Might get one more jar, although I doubt it. So I canned two jars of cherry peppers, which this first year I've grown those. Of course, you want to give them two or three, four months at least to pickle before you open any peppers like that. But they're sweeter. I love them. You get them on a salad bar. They're round, red. Sometimes they're green. Same with these. They didn't all turn red. But, uh, so I've got those pickled. And I did one slice jar of jalapenos, and I did one jar with whole peppers. Okay, we're at Hasty School, and i got to stop completely. Okay, there we go. And, um, that makes counting... 4 jars of cherry peppers I believe I canned 7 I believe it was 11 or 12 jalapeno peppers including 4 or 5 of those are sliced and I still got 4 or 5 from last year and if you want to know a little more about peppers go back to summer or summer before of this podcast you can see pictures at the blog of the peppers pickled me eating some sure you'd be thrilled, <laughs> but it's just something I do. But anyway, as I tended through roses and picked what probably is the last of the peppers, and pulled up some of those bushes, I'm reminded the seasons are changing, and this evening reminds me why, again, I love fall. It's not dark. It's not anywhere right at dark. But it'll probably in another 30 minutes and the air is cool the sun is behind the trees and it's absolutely uh, gorgeous perfect for running absolutely perfect and uh, if you dropped another five degrees it'd be even more perfect if that's possible so as we wind up summer we're going to wind up this show and i'll do that when i come back right now just tell you where we are we have run 5.94 56 and a half minutes we're averaging about a 915 at the moment so i'll bring you back in toward the very end of the show as we're cresting that last hill that i often talk about and then i'll leave some info with you and uh, hope to hear from you incidentally before i cut away for that i do hope to get the pictures and the blog updated podcast is always updated the newest one is always at the blog sometimes if you send me photographs especially oh it just takes me a little while to work on that so i do want to get everything up to speed and there's a couple of links that are probably out of date and i need a new survey question but we'll get there but the podcast is always up to date so anyway we will bring you back in just a few minutes and actually for you it'll be immediately for me a few minutes and we'll wind this one up and tell you how to get in touch with us. Again, thanks for listening to episode 90 of the 20-Minute Runner podcast. As promised, we're just cresting the hill, the long hill. Darcy's barking, and uh, we're getting ready to wind this one up. When I get to the stop sign right here, I'll make a left. And tenth of a mile, I pass the street I live on, but I run past in order to get this run uh, finished out at eight, eight miles. So we're moving pretty good right now. The knees bother me a little, but again, it's it's a nag. It's not really an acute pain, and I do think it has to do with the uneven terrain I've been forced to run on so tonight's a little better than it was last time and even at that it's not bad but we don't like any pain but it's like i've talked with folks before you always never ever do i anyway step out to run something's not hurting got a little ache here thinking about something bothering me there so but this is a little different that's not serious I don't think and right now at the moment I can't tell it at all okay we're finished we were averaging 903 on that last mile as we hit the watch and I know the seventh mile was around 853 so we definitely speed up toward the end which is good man the sky is beautiful sun is too low for me to even tell where it is, but there's these long, thin clouds about as far as you can see. If I look up at the sky, and my left hand is at 9 o'clock and my right hand at 3 o'clock, that much, one half of the atmosphere, as it were, is covered with these long, thin clouds with beautiful uh, pink and orange and there's blue of course still behind those but we're not dark but the street lights are slowly coming on. Listen this has been a good one and I have enjoyed having you with me. We ran uh eight point oh one that's one one hundredth of a mile so eight miles one hour fifteen minutes and seven seconds and that ain't bad so I'm happy with that uh Ways you can contact me, I've already touched on one of them, Uh, go to Daily Mile, look it up on the internet, I think it's dailymile.com, might be .org, I believe it's .com, and again, just look for me, and you can sign up in 10 seconds, and you can record all of your information there, send motivation to your friends, keep up with how we're doing, weekly totals, things of that nature, and you can actually post your entries on Facebook and Twitter if you choose to do so. But that's the single best way to connect with me in that regard. But also, I would encourage you to go to my blog, which is the Twenty Minute Runner, the Two Zero Minute Runner, And while you're there, there's a survey. I need updating it right now, but there's a survey. There is pictures from listeners like yourselves, yourself rather. There are some uh, links of interest. There are all the show notes. I post an appropriate. Photograph with every episode, and uh, you can listen right there on the page or download it from the page. Each post basically is an episode of the show with some written notes, a photograph, links about the music we play, other things sometimes I mention I will put a link there as well. The uh, blog also has links of interest on the right-hand side. Um, You can see some pictures of me as well as listeners, as I stated. Just a lot of stuff. Countdown to the half marathon coming up November 19th. I think it's the 19th. Um, just a lot of neat things there. So I'd encourage you to do that. That's the second way to contact me. The third one is by email. And you can do that by sending an email to 20. That's two zero, 20 Minute Runner. 20 Minute Runner at gmail.com. There is no the in that. It's just 20 Minute Runner. And of course I am on Facebook and Twitter. Look up 20 Minute Runner as well. But generally speaking, Daily Mile or through the blog, via email, those are the best ways to contact me. All right, this has been a good one. I'm going to wind it up. I appreciate you listening. We're soon going to be closing in on 100. At the rate I'm going, it'll take me another five months probably to get there. But I hope to uh, get to 100, and we'll just see where it goes from there. But incidentally, I appreciate all of you listening, and uh, I really don't know why, but over the last 8-10 months the listenership of the program has doubled and I'm never going to tell you how many people listened, but uh, I will tell you that well no I'm not even going to say that I'm just thankful so please evidently uh, it hits a spot with some folks and it has with you and I appreciate you listening it's so humbling to think that me rambling on is an encouragement to you but your emails and response tell me that uh, it is helpful and let me tell you something. It helps me to hear from you because that motivates me as well. So uh, connect with me. I want to connect with you. And you'll have to instigate that, of course. But thank you for listening. The uh, listenership is up. And I would appreciate you uh, encouraging your friends, running buddies, running girls and girls, whatever. Tell them about the podcast. And if they're interested in listening, I'd love to have them as well. And any information you send me, email questions, you can send me an MP3, any of that, attach it to the email. I will be more than happy to play that on the show. And I've done that before. So uh, make an MP3 and send me a message and I'll be glad to play that on the program as well. All right, I'm going to get out of here. It's just about dark. I'm going to go home and I think I'll clean up and eat me some oatmeal with some molasses in it. And uh, Odie's already been walked. Incidentally, Odie had three fatty tumors removed from his side and his back. took him a day to get the stitches out, but they think he may have something called Cushing's Syndrome. It's a liver disorder. We've got to do some further testing, but uh, if you know anything about Cushing's Syndrome, if you've had a dog or maybe you're in that uh, area, that profession, uh, send me some information about it and let me know what I might be able to do. Don't know if he's got it yet, but we're checking. Alright. See you on Daily Mile, I hope. And you have a great week. We'll be back lord willing within two weeks with another episode thanks again for listening you're the reason i do it and i am just so thrilled to have you on board and i will talk to you later